Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special speed round edition of Ringside Ramblings. I am joined by the one and only wrestling connoisseur and the man who has been single-handedly keeping me afloat the past, what, month or so? Oh, Sam I, I, I have no idea. It's, it's been a while, John. It has I, been. Uh, it's been too long. I had hoped yesterday it would have been you. And instead, uh, last minute, I had to find your apt replacement in Trucker Kyle. <laughs> if I can get a little toot toot there. As uh, yesterday, I don't know if you, you've listened to it yet or not. But he he decided to blow his horn. He was actually out on the road. Dear God. He decided to blow his horn once I introduced him. And it, it sounded just like that. It was like, oh, toot toot. Wow. Is that what we're doing these days? <laughs> that's that's what I have to resort to when you're you're not available. Apparently, you know what? It, at least he's got a gimmick, though, and a <laughs> man who who doesn't really have much of a gimmick. I don't know if y'all have talked about Leo Rush and everything that's been going on Ooh, with him. I did not touch on Leo Rush at all. You know, I, I was just looking at a report here, and apparently. Uh, Leo Rush is at odds with WWE right now. Uh, the rumor is there's some kind of backstage heat on him uh, because he doesn't want to carry people's bags or fetch water for the wrestlers after the events and, and things like that. Typical things, I guess, that Interesting. new up-and-comers are doing mm-hmm. uh, in, in a way, you know, paying your dues. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. refusing to do it because... He says, while it's not a race issue, uh, it looks bad to have a black guy doing that. So that's his position. Uh, Mark Henry this morning on Busted Open Radio actually touched on this. And and from what I heard, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. He said uh, that this isn't a race issue. This is an ego issue uh, and that Leo Rush has lied to him in the past leading Mark Henry oh. to believe that everything was okay backstage. And Leo Rush kind of brushed him off and said, uh, no, everything's okay. You know, there's no problems. And then Mark Henry was like, mm-hmm. well, if there is a problem, you need to, you know, step up right now and tell me, you know, that that's why I'm here. And then yeah. Leo Rush br- brushed him off. So. Oh, wow. Not, uh, not wow. a guy you want to piss off. No, definitely not a guy you want to piss off right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's lots of things I've heard going around. You know, apparently uh, Finn Balor also pulled him to the side and was like, hey, you know, uh, about WrestleMania, this is not a time to, to be bringing family in when we're um, prepping and practicing for what we're going to do. And apparently Leo Rush blew him off as well. Um, so it's it's a real shame. Because here's a guy out of everybody down there on 205 Live. He was, he got on 205 and he was on there maybe a month or two when they pulled him up to the main roster to be with Lashley. He's got the gift of gab. He's, you know, really phenomenal in the ring with what he can do athletically. Uh, and he's been given a chance. Yep. He was given a chance that a lot of guys on 205 have not been given uh, to be on the TV show, not necessarily showcased as a uh, cruiserweight, but to be out there to wrestle with some of the bigger names and, um, you know, quite frankly, get himself over. This was an opportunity for him to get himself over and the whole 205 crew. Yep. 
and uh, he's failed to do that. Yeah, yeah, and and you know it's kind of similar to when those reports came out a few months ago, uh, where apparently Alistair Black had been cleaning the locker rooms for the guys, and Roman Roman came up to him and he said, "Hey, you don't need to do that anymore." You know? Oh, nice. So, so I mean, there's these little things, kind of. Uh, I don't want to say hazing. I, I don't know if, if if hazing is really yeah. the word, but you you know what I mean, kind of. Yeah, I, preparatory. I think like you said, uh, you know, they some of the guys realize that they are, uh, you know, they're on the bottom of the totem pole. You know, maybe they were on the top in the indies. Maybe they were on top finally in NXT, and then now they're up on the main roster. They're like, okay, you know, I got to do this all over again. And uh, it's just expected besides the the protocol for your spot, you know, getting called up and everything like that, you know, your your other duties to the backstage protocol in the locker room uh, is all still there. And for, you know, Alistair Black to, to continue to do that until a locker room leader pulls him aside and says, hey, no, you're good. You know, I think that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And another one of the issues that Leo Rush brought up was apparently he wasn't happy with his pay. Uh, WWE had offered him 300,000 for five years and he wanted double. Oh, wow. 600,000 claiming that he has to pay, you know, his hotel, that he has to pay his rental car. But this is nothing new. I mean, this is not. Yeah. This is not something that these guys, you know, just Leo Rush has to do. I mean, we we know that we we know that only your premier top talent really have that stuff covered. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, we we know like just recently, um, Dash Wilder and, and Scott Dawson were offered five hundred thousand a year apiece. So that automatically tells you they were making less than that, probably probably in that three hundred thousand dollar range. Right, and they may have had a few other perks here and there that that's written into the contract. But the, the thing with Leo Rush, it's like, dude, um, one, you're just a mouthpiece right now. You're not really out there in the ring performing. So, I mean, to be quite honest, for, for what little amount he's out there doing, you know, compared to, say, like, you know, the revival, um, yeah, I can see why you would get paid less. Yeah. Um, 300000 is not something to scoff at. No. And the thing is, you know, it, I get the impression that, uh, you know, he, he's mentioned he needs to support his wife and his kids, whatever. I get it. We understand that. Mm-hmm. But it almost seems like if you're not getting paid enough off of that, you're probably living beyond your means. Oh, definitely. And you were you were starting to write some checks before you ever got paid you know he can't afford it he just can't afford it he's living outside the scope of what he can afford um which hey that's life pal i mean that is life and i hate to say it like this but you know if uh if he was on the indies before he come to wwe if he was out on the indies he would not be getting that much money probably it takes a while for you to build yourself up and you have to definitely market uh, your gimmick and everything else. You, you look at Bucks, you look at Joey Ryan, you look at Cody Rhodes. Of course, can't really count Cody since he was already in WWE. Kind of got a name for himself. But you look at a lot of the indie guys who have made it without being in the WWE, and they've definitely had to to work to get where they're at to make as, you know, to make as much money as they have. Yeah, 
it's not just something that that happens instantly and, and it's almost i'm on the impression that he he gets called up to the main roster and he's expecting that this is it now i get the big checks mm-hmm. now now this and that but but we have known that and and this has been for years that these guys have to cover their travel costs this is nothing new and i don't know why uh leo rush would expect the wwe to break the mold for him and right you know, I, I'm not trying to be a, a jerk or insensitive or, or anything like that, but it seems a little ridiculous. I, I, there's a lot of issues in WWE creatively, uh, and we know things backstage are kind of weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, you're not there yet, Leo. You're, you're not at that level to, to where you, you can be getting your dream cars or this and that. You're, you're new. Yeah. I never I never heard of Leo Rush until he he came up to uh either NXT or two oh five live. I had never yep. really heard of him. I hadn't either, to be honest. Um and I mean it's, it's just one of those things. Uh things could have been totally different. I mean, he could still end up making a mark in WWE. He could uh take this for what it is and he could make it right. Uh, but he would have to swallow some ego and definitely, definitely have to bust his ass and and uh, not make big waves about it. Yep, and he would need to probably make it a point to go and apologize to everybody individually, because that oh, yeah. that that seems like the, the kind of locker room conduct that that the guys have mm-hmm. is that you really need to make it a point. Like respect is is the top thing. Yeah. Especially but, now that the writer who pushed so hard for him is no longer in WWE either. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they said that, you know, it's pretty interesting that uh, he went from, you know, being out there to just nothing immediately, nothing. Wow. And a lot of them attribute to it because the writer uh, is no longer there. And so, you know, nobody, he doesn't have a voice, so to speak now creatively. Wow. I mean, that makes sense. It it makes sense. Um, And and here's how I analogize all of this together is that you can spend seven, eight years in college getting a law degree and immediately after graduation, upon passing the bar, you're a licensed attorney. You're not making even 300,000 a year. You're just not. I mean, even if you join up in a big law firm, yeah, I mean, you're making six figures, but you're not bringing in top attorney money. And the the difference is when you're starting out, you just don't get it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's reserved. It's reserved for seniority. It's reserved for top performers. Uh, and no offense to Leo Rush. I didn't see any individual merchandise that he had out. I, I didn't, I, I was never under the impression that there was a huge demand for Leo Rush merch. Right. So the you seniority's know, there and the, the, the demand's not there. Then what, what, why, how do you justify that? And I, I don't want to be all down on the dude, but you know, they, I remember when he, he showed up at 205. And uh, everybody was all, all, have you seen Leo Rush? He was here. I was like, no, I haven't. And then when I did see him, it was, uh, you know, I saw a guy who went out there and he did all this high flying stuff. 
but um, I'm sitting there. I'm going, was he face or is he heel? Because he's essentially wrestling. Uh, he's essentially a heel, but he's doing all this face high flying stuff. You know, not that heels can't do high flying things, but if you're ooing and awing the crowd, you're not doing it right. If you're a heel, you know, you shouldn't. The, the crowd should not be going like, "Wow." The crowd should be like crunching and just like, right. "Oh God, he's going to kill him." Yep. You shouldn't be wowing the crowd. So uh, you straight off the bat with Leo Rush, even before this whole Bobby Lashley thing, I was I was kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know if this guy knows what he's doing. You know, it's, he's just, to me, it seemed like he was definitely out for business for himself from point one, you know, uh, trying to get himself over as much as possible, which, yeah, you do, but you got to do it in the right manner. Yep, and and I think that's something that, you know, him being driven by by the ego and not wanting to to kind of go through the locker room etiquette, yeah, uh, or the protocol, as so to speak. Um, I think he's damaged goods now. I mean, it, it takes a lot to to get the respect, and and mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that he had the level of respect that, you know, say if if um, I mean we'll look at Hulk Hogan, who's an icon in the industry. You know, he, he screwed up. He, he's still not accepted by right. all of them, I'm sure. So it's, well, what has Leo Rush done? Why does he get a second chance? Why should he get a second chance? I mm-hmm. mean, Hulk Hogan, we know at least you, know, you can put a shirt on, on the shop and he'll sell a few. Right. But, you know. Hey, man, there's only been one guy who has uh, fucked up in the locker room who has survived WWE and that's the Miz yeah and uh, you know he was kicked off a bus he was kicked out of the locker room and um, apparently it wasn't even a, a really a major ordeal uh, but you know the locker room decided to kick him out and he had to survive that and uh, he did so it is possible but if you look back at you know the track record uh, very few survive it once they've turned the locker room on them. And I think one one of the most recent ones would be Enzo. Enzo and um, Cass. And, and Cass. Um, yeah. Because he was getting political backstage or something, wasn't he? Yeah. So. Yeah, political. And then he went into business for himself with uh, Daniel Bryan, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah. But here's the difference, though. They actually, they got pops. I'm they sure did. They, they were sold, selling merchandise. sold the merch. And yep. where are they now? Fake invading um, shows, or, or I don't even know. I don't, I don't know, know what they're doing. Apparently, apparently, ROH did bring them in to do something, but then I guess the locker room um, backlash, the fan backlash, and so now it seems that ROH never signed them to a contract and decided against bringing them in, which I think was just ridiculous, even. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I get bringing them in. Totally get it. Big names. Um, not to go from Rush to, to these guys, but big names that could possibly you know, up your your audience. And if done properly, I think it would have worked. Number one, tell your locker room. And make sure you, you know everything that's going to go down because even watching that pay-per-view, it looked like... Um, they just jumped the fence. It wasn't something that was supposed to happen. They didn't have the cameras on them. 
Right. Nobody knew what was going on. You know, you had G.O.D. like look over and just scoff at it like, what's this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was just poorly done. They didn't attack the champs. They attacked the losers. How's that make sense? So ROH yeah. has got their own problems. But, yeah, definitely like Leo Rush, man, you know, you're, you're at the pinnacle point of your career at the moment. So you got to make the most of that shit, but you got to do it the right way. Yeah, totally. And, and here's what it comes down to. Um, like you said earlier, he's incredibly athletic. There are probably 20 Leo rushes on the 205 live rosters. There it is. You know what I'm saying? There it is right there. That's just on the 205 roster. Yeah. And if you yeah. look out in the wrestling world in general, he's every man. He's the man of the hour. He's the man in line at the unemployment office. And it's like you got 6,000 people that can flip burgers and carry blocks. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. what that's what these guys are anymore because everybody's under 200 pounds. Everybody does a moonsault. Everybody does all this other stuff. So what do you got that's going to make you stand out? And uh, the only thing he's got is like the gift of gab, but you got a lot of guys down there at 205 that can talk. He's got the gift of gab, but he also has a bad attitude. Yeah, that's going to make him stand out, but for the wrong reason. I I think he's pretty much done. I think he's done. I I can't see. I can't see them just going out of their way to to appease Leo Rush when there's, like I said, twenty or or even thirty or forty Leo Rushes in the WWE as a whole. There's no way. Why would they waste their time? Exactly. And I mean, right now is an awful time to be like that too, because. They're making cuts, you know, they're, they're having to find money to keep guys. So if you're going to have to have, offer a guy, uh, like if they want to keep revival, they're going to have to throw mad money at them. The good brothers, you're going to have to throw some money at them. Besides all the part of using them to appease, you know, hey, we're wrestlers. We want to get there. We want to wrestle. All that. You got, you got to throw some money at them. You know, 500000 that ain't going to get it. You start offering them. 750 800 you know whatever to keep them if you feel like they're worth it then you're gonna have to alleviate that somewhere and that's a whole other person's contract so if you go oh well i'm gonna give uh i'm off from another three hundred thousand on their contracts to try to keep these guys um so long leo rush there's three hundred thousand dollars cleared up right there i'm back so oh, hold on you still there you back i'm still here all right good i've just been rambling but yeah, you got to clear up money to offer it to somebody else. So Leo Rush's contract can easily go sideways. That's three hundred thousand dollars cleared up to offer to Scott Dawson. Yeah, here's you your eight hundred thousand dollar contract. Will you stay? You know what I'm saying? That's so, it. Yep. I mean, that's what we're looking at, and especially when you're on the lower lower end of the roster, a lot of NXT people have been let go lately that they haven't been using. You know, people from Performance Center, people in NXT that's that's just on like the bottom bottom of the card that that do the jobs and stuff. A lot of these people that they don't see advancing as fast or or a little stagnant, cut them, let them go because we got to bring in other guys. And I mean, that's that's the name of the game when you're in WWE. And you you know you hear a lot of people say it. You just got to play that game. Yep. And Leo Rush, he ain't playing that game. He's not playing. 
And, and, you know, I guess good for him if it's his personal conviction or whatever, but it's going to cost him about $300,000, but don't worry. That's not enough. Anyway, that's not enough. He'll, he'll just earn the 60,000 on the Indies maybe. And Hey, you know what? If he can more power to him, he could take what little name he has made in WWE he can go to the Indies. He can go try to get going on Impact or ROH, or I doubt AEW will take him. But you know there are possibilities out there. But he's got to clean his name up. Yep. And you know, so Indeed. the ball's in his court. Really, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, sadly, I, I must leave you. Yeah. Well, it's just in on this me. is. It's bittersweet, John. I mean, you you come to join me for for a little show today, and then it's it's oh so short. But then when I have Trucker Kyle, you know, I can't get him to shut up, and, <laughs> and it's like six hours long. Yeah, there, there's no uh, there's no you need more balance in your life. I do. There's no justice in this world. It's horrible. I need an infinity gauntlet. And you know, it's 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 all my fault. Yeah, you know, I know, I know, I'm letting the people down. Okay, You're letting the people down. I'm not oblivious to that. Yeah, you've um, lost the people's championship. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's gone. No, it's it's not gone. It's mine. Never to return. No, no, no. You're just full of it. That's all. It's like you're, you're... it's like the Rock lost the title to Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, sad but true. Uh, so. We got to do this again one day. We got to get you on we and we got to get trucker Kyle on and uh, hell we could get trucker Kyle and professor Sean on and we wouldn't have to do any of the talking. That's true. Hey, real quick before I go, are, are you keeping him in line, Kyle? He's, he's not thinking to. like he's taking this thing over. Does he? No, no. He just, he's still waiting for you to come clean his house. Well, he's going to keep on waiting then. Well, it sounds so like he's good up. at waiting. Yeah. I swear to God, every yeah. time I talk to him, he's broken down. <laughs> he well, says he's a truck driver, but after I heard that horn, I, I just picture like one of those old, old trucks with like the the wooden racks in the back. Like he's hauling <laughs> fruit up from Mexico or something. Oh, uh, that, that, that's, I bet, it's all I bet lies. you're right. Like, it's lies. It's all I know, lies. I know it is. You know, I, I never, I, I can't, I don't, I don't trust the guy. I've never <laughs> trusted Kyle. <laughs> I mean, when I hear the name Kyle, my skin crawls. Oh, it just crawls all over the place. Um, all right, but I'm leaving. All right, so get back that, to that, work. That's it for now. Um, thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us today, John. All right, that's going to do it John for today, Fair, ladies. And do, do you want you want the outro? Go ahead. No, it's been so long. I think you should do it. You should do your outro. All right, you folks, practice well, a little shut bit. up and let me do it then. You should practice a little bit. <laughs> hey, practice. that that is going to do it for today. Leave it at that. Are you going to keep leave interrupting it. me? Leave it at that. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. 
Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.